Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Hey, everybody, welcome to Big Blend Radio Success Express, a business and career show. So every first Saturday, we welcome back travel writer Linda Kassam. She's known as the food, wine and shopping diva, and she comes on the show to talk about her recent travel adventures, wine tasting adventures, culinary adventures, diva adventures. But today we're not divaing in the world of travel, food and wine. We're divaing in the world of social media. Uh, she's got some great advice for authors and writers on how to promote their books and articles on social media. And even with websites, yes, it's a good idea. Uh, I encourage you to go to her website, allingoodtaste.info. But uh, before we bring her on, I do want to say Linda has extensive experience in regards to marketing. She is the past president of the International Food Wine Travel Writers Association, where she's still a board member. Yeah, she's got to be divaing somewhere. And, you know, marketing in tourism for wineries, uh, destinations, real estate background, uh, teaching background in regards to kids and in nonprofit education. Um, am I missing anything, Diva Linda? Gosh, You're a writer. No, you I, published a book. You published a book. I published a book. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I co-authored something with uh, Tom Plant about uh, recipes uh, in the Temecula Valley wine country. Learned yeah. a good lesson on that. We might talk about lessons learned on publishing a book or a type of book. The recipe yeah. book is uh, an, it really interesting if you use not not only recipes, but you use the chefs that and the wineries they're at because that changes like every year. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. you learn a lesson about that. So what you type, which what you're writing about now is not necessarily relevant a year from now. They've That's what we learned. Yeah, when, did you? Yeah, when we started the tour, the Love Your Parks tour, we wanted to add a nonprofit element and do recipe books according you know for different charities and the one was we were going to do a vegan cookbook and you know we got all these recipes and so now we're holding on to them to get enough and then the nonprofit changed <laughs> just saying and um the chefs went away and even as we were doing all these recipes with bed and breakfast i'm like uh-oh <laughs> what happened you just got, you got to get it out and if it's out and published somewhere with the date of when it was published it can stay there unless someone says hey take it down but it still promotes the chef in a way, but chefs are, it's like musicians. It's in the arts, which means things are always changing and some for the good sometimes, eh, you know. Very, very interesting. Something you don't really look at. I think when I was with the wineries and uh, promoting them, uh, it, it really didn't uh, hurt me to bring media in if, uh, you know, because we had certain chefs and so forth, but they did move on, you know, um, winemakers move on. And so mm -hmm. the, the press you got for that is now not necessarily relevant. So as you say, get it out, yep. figure it out. Yep, yep, yep. Get, get it, it done. Understand. Yeah, understand what it is you're doing and what the effects are a year from now. You know, the other thing too, I, I want to go back to um, when you first came on our shows, it was at the beginning of our radio shows. We had the magazine, the print magazine, then online, mm -hmm. and we mm -hmm. I knew each other from before then. Uh, next year, 16 years. So when this airs in January, that would we would be 16 in Big Blend Radio, um, which is pretty cool. And um, actually, the day after your show airs, we're having our party. So everybody, Champagne Sunday show we like on uh, January 8th. 
Yeah. Okay. So um, excellent. And and you're always part of our anniversaries. But I remember one of the first times of you coming on the show, and we were just doing everything on Blog Talk at that time, Blog Talk Radio, and that was the first place where podcasting where people could call with a phone and it really was social media when you think about how podcasting became part of your social media marketing and at that time twitter had just come on board and you know facebook people were doing facebook normally at that point when i'm thinking that i mean 16 years ago facebook was really about friends and family connecting still is but now that's got the huge business and marketing side and Twitter came on board and I thought, man, this is the coolest thing. Well, I don't know yet. We'll have to see what happens there. That's by January 8th. Who knows what's going to happen with Twitter? But um, things change and everything. But I remember like that beginning with you. And my, has social media changed in that amount of time? That's huge. Really something. Really, really something. Started with Facebook for me, then mm -hmm. went to Twitter then went to uh, Instagram. And it's interesting to follow the paths of these three. And then YouTube, of course, is, is a, a great star. Pinterest. Yeah, and Pinterest. And Pinterest yep. is certainly very interesting the way uh, these have evolved and how they're in favor, out of favor, in favor, out of favor. You know, um, you really got to pay attention to see uh, where, you, where your efforts are, are best placed on any given day almost it's very mm -hmm. strange it's, it's interesting talking with publicists too over the years and um, we've done shows on social media for authors you know musicians and at one point it was like twitter was the better thing for certain kinds of music if you're a jazz go on facebook if you're if it's a rock you're going to do right. twitter and you'll do instagram now it's you know shifted again uh, but so it is kind of cool but I think one of the first things, and you've got a great article and everyone that's up on blendradioandtv.com will be in our next Success Express business magazine. Uh, you talk about really just look at what, you know, maybe you've written a book or article. Now what? And the beauty is, as a writer and author, we have these tools we didn't have years ago to really no. share and spread. I mean, your art articles now have far more impact, can be shared all over the world. Um so it's really a cool thing, but don't just spray and play. You know what I mean? You, you, you know what I mean? You got to kind of know what your goals are. And I think so many of us just automatically just start share, 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 and move on to the next thing. Share, 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 share. I think especially for authors with a book, you really better do more. And as a writer of articles, kind of have a focus of who you are, right? Before you start spraying. Like I think it's really, yeah, I think it's really important to understand uh, when you first start out, you've done your book, you've done your article. Now what? You know, just like you said, spray and play doesn't really work, whatever, play and spray, whatever. It doesn't, it has a place, but it doesn't really do you any good. Um, I think you have to, I know, I know this is painful, but you have to have some goals, maybe, maybe two goals, three goals. I mean, why in the hell are you doing this? Why? Mm -hmm. What? What are you doing on social media? Why? Why are you there? Um, and one of the other things that's so important is you're going to become a research agent. You are going to learn to research, and and that will be your fallback on everything. Something isn't working. You need to get on uh, your your search engines and find out 
well, why, why maybe am I, if I'm always posting in the morning, but on occasion I go and post in the afternoon, why did I get more uh, uh, likes or clicks throughs or whatever in the afternoon? So why am I wasting my time? So just research it, you know, what is the best time for authors to post on Twitter? I mean, it's really a simple, simple, you can, as you know, you can ask. In the insights section tells you all of that. And I know it's traveling all the time. So I have this habit of, and it's a positive habit of posting a quote of the day every day on Twitter and in our Big Blend community every day. Because part of our goal is not just to share what we do in podcasts and promote all of that in the articles, is to, our main goal of the magazines and everything we do is to entertain because we want you to laugh. And while you're laughing, be inspired to move forward on something and also learn and to be educated. So our quotes are there to do that, right? So we're always looking and I go, okay, now if I change time zones, which you know we frequently do because we travel full time, I'll go, oh, I'll post it at seven in the morning while I'm in Eastern time. That means it's four o'clock for you, Diva Linda. And oh, why didn't you see it like when I did seven o'clock in the morning when I was in <laughs> California? So it does change. And if I change the time, you totally see a difference. And you can't, we do have scheduling tools. So that's a good thing. But um, yeah, the time thing is weird, isn't it? It is very weird. And you have to, you have to get really get into that. So I don't know, identify your goals, understand that you're doing a lot of research. And you can even research how to research. I mean, it's, it's not that hard. And once you get into it, you'll, you'll do research. I, I research every day. Something will come up and I'll think, now, why did that happen? You know, or how come I can't make that better? And then I do the research on it. Um, the other thing, if you're just starting out, you're going to have to have a website. Sorry, but you are. You have to have some place for these posts, for the people who are reading your posts, to come back to. One little thing, this is a great book on Twitter or Facebook, doesn't help you if you don't have a website that people can't go back to. I know it can be somewhat expensive. I know it's time consuming, but you know, oh well, we can talk about that a little later, but you are gonna have to have a website. And then you're gonna have to decide how much money you're gonna put into the social media. You would think it's free, but it's, your time is not free. The mm -hmm. website is not free unless you have a friend or a husband that can put it up for you or a wife that can put it up for you. Um, and then uh, once you get all that stuff done, identify your goals, at least give yourself two or three goals. Um, understand that you're going to be doing research, set up a website, get ready to set up a website, decide how much time and money you're going to put into it. And then you can figure out how to most effectively launch your social media program. Mm -hmm. um, so and when you talk about identifying goals, um, you can consider three factors. Are you looking for fame? Are you looking for fortune? Or are you just looking to inform or share your, your book or article with other people? In today's uh, social media platform, anybody can write a book and self-publish. Anybody can write an article and call themselves a writer. Oh, that's that, true. Yeah, it's true. There are no, you know, editors are almost a thing of the past. I mean, really, I mean, you're, you're doing your, you're doing everything yourself. So um, I think you just have to kind of slow down and sort of figure out how this is going, how this is going to work for you. Right? And 
a lot of people, especially after they retire or are about ready to leave their jobs at any age, think writing is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Going to get That's a lot of that. Yes. They're going to get free stuff all the time. They're going to, you know, it's just going to be fabulous. Um, writing's a hell of a lot of work and it, there's free stuff, post stuff at, and, um, and post post stuff, you know, the, the, you have to research it. You have to, you have to uh, call if you want to get someplace, do something, whatever. And then you're going to have to uh, do your articles or whatever after that. It's very, it's a very interesting thing. Um, mm. You know, if you have a book, it's sort of backwards. You, uh, you know, you're going to have to do a lot of work on uh, if you want, if you want to show up someplace. Like mm-hmm. if I had a book and I had researched who who hosts authors on their radio shows? Or I, your name should come up easily. Mm-hmm. What would people do? How would people contact you if they had a book or an article they wanted to share with you and your audience? What would they, they do? They email through our website and hope that we get a chance to answer, which um, is a little hard. <laughs> How many times can they follow up? You know, it. what I really... Ooh, when um, there are publicists and people who spam you to death yes. with the same press release, yes. and if you don't hear back, you don't hear back. There's uh, there's only there's only so many we can physically answer. So I'm not being rude, and I'm not hiring someone to answer a bunch of no's. I really we don't have that time. Um, but the people who actually listen to a show. And email and say, oh, I heard you do an interview with so-and-so. My book is in that same vein. And I think you may like this. Can we connect? Or can I send you something that may be of interest? Oh, they've taken a step forward. Oh, maybe they've connected on social media as well. Maybe they've refeatured something on Twitter or retweeted or whatever you want to call it or connected and made an actual comment where it shows some thought and insight that they've done their research. Now, if we don't have that and we don't have a relationship, most of the interviews come through relationships and you have to start somewhere, but if you don't do any work to do that relationship, I'm sorry, but the relationships come first, the people I always work with and the people who do, who actually do something to create a relationship. Does that, does that sound mean, but it's I not. Think that I makes- think that makes I, yeah, I think that's that makes sense to me. And what uh, and what I also tell you is because of this show, uh, because of my relationship with you, I bring on all sorts of people, generally travel related, sometimes business related. But um, what I tell them when I'm arranging them to get on your show with me and you is that listen to the listen or view the link that I'm providing for you. Before you mm-hmm. go on with us, you have to understand the tempo of it, um, how we do what we do, that we're not going to ask you 75, you know, rapid fire questions that to get you. We really da, da, da. Know. It's the news. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> what I, happened I, at three o'clock? Exactly. That's it's right. 301. Yeah, Let's no. do this. Go. It's a very casual conversation about the things you already know about that you're just going to share with our audience. So um, there's that. So um there's lots of ways that you can uh, promote your book. And, but you really have to get these fundamentals out of the way. I mean, are you looking for things that pay you money? Mm. 
are you looking to go on shows that just it's like a trade i'm bringing i'm bringing my story to you you're helping me promote it within, within your audience you know that's a, a lot of trade goes on here mm -hmm. i'm actually surprised the uh uh irs doesn't figure that one out but oh well you know i mean yeah. so like <laughs> what kind of a value would you put on coming on your show a dollar value uh yeah. You know, this is how I look at it. When, when you yeah. look at dollar values for this podcasts yeah. are, I mean, we've been doing it 16 years, right? So it's millions and millions of downloads. And then it's not just that it goes on our website, then it goes into a digital magazines, which run anywhere between two to 10 million reads per issue. Okay, accesses to it. So when you think about back in the day, you go and do a public speaking gig, right? And maybe right. you'll be speaking to maybe 100, 200 people, wouldn't that be amazing? Maybe. All right. So maybe you sell 100 to 200 books because they were there and it's part of the fee or part of the program. That's really cool. When you do a podcast, you're reaching way more people than that 200. And maybe only 200 people tune in because that's what their interest is. Maybe your book is about how to build a house for squirrels. Now, how many people are building houses for squirrels? That's a very small amount of people. Well, maybe I'm wrong, but not a thousand people are gonna come jumping in immediately for that. But you're gonna get maybe less people, but more concentrated, that's gonna be your market. So when you are on podcast, the value, and, and because it's still out there, that value, those podcasts keep going and keep going and keep going and keep going forever, pretty much. I know a lady who just sold a painting because someone was avidly looking for this collector's item. And this was an interview we did 10 years ago, and they found it on YouTube. And she just sold the painting. It's a collector's item. And it's because it just took that long and she sold other paintings. But this was, so the value of that you, I mean, that's a few, that that's yeah. tens of thousands of dollars from that's right. one podcast. That's right. So well, it really, just, it, it's, yeah. the value is different to different people, right? Because of what you're selling or promoting, but a book, you have to do a lot of them because books are not the same price as a painting. You have to do a lot of podcasts and consistency. And I think that was one of your points in the goals and the planning when you're doing social media, podcasts, articles, all that kind of stuff, you can't just go on one podcast. And it, remember that stupid commercial on TV, build it, build your, your e-commerce site and the rest, everyone's going to come running and buy online and crash your website to buy. This isn't Oprah time. Like it's, you've got to do more than hope to get on the Oprah show, right? You know, back in the well, day when she did and, that. Yep. And I think also, you better know who your audience is. You know, don't mm -hmm. try to sell a green car to somebody who really wants a red car, right? You need to, you need to really figure out who is the person I'm talking to. You know, in travel, we have to figure that out quite quickly. Um, the type of travel I do is that man, can any age group do what I do, or would that not be interested? Uh, you know, if probably you're looking for a uh, very young. Uh, you know, 18 to 20, 18 to 30, you, you better be climbing some mountains and uh, doing more activities uh, 
then if you Instagramming you're, yourself on Instagram, every yeah, little yeah. move. That's right. Yeah. So it's uh, much different than if your audience is say 45 up. Uh, you know, the knees start weakening, you know, the uh, the drive yep. is not there to do all What are you talking about? <laughs> it's very interesting. So uh, know who your audience is. If you don't know who your audience is, research it. Mm-hmm. Kind of simple, yeah. not 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 so not so hard. And uh, again, everything takes some time to assess your goals every week. I know I know you're going to hate that, but um, is what you're doing working? Mm-hmm. You know, is is just working on Instagram, Twitter, and um, Facebook? Is that actually working for you? If not, you've got to expand. Example, podcasts. You've got to find mm-hmm. radio shows to be on, maybe local TV shows. You've got to research how to do that. And I think you gave a very big tip, which is show the person that you want to be on a, uh, either TV or radio, that you, you've listened to them, you understand what they do, and you think you have something to What's the benefit? Mm-hmm. This is always the big thing in PR. What's the benefit? To the person you are writing to, you are talking to, you want to get on the radio show. What's the benefit to them, right? Mm-hmm. And just because you want to on and it put your website. It. Oh my God! Don't do the email where, oh, I represent, I represent this. I'm just doing some of the publicist stuff. Are you interested in this kind of article or interview? I'm like, or then you respond to a press release going, oh, this is something we'd be interested in. And they're like, oh, well, tell us about your publication. And then I'm oh. like, delete. Delete, oh. uh, delete. Oh. But this is the thing. Or you go, hey, I'm traveling. I'm interested in this. Let's regroup on this next week. And if they don't follow up, I'm not. I'm not. Sec- don't put the podcast host as a secretary. That is not the thing. <laughs> and don't and don't expect that of your audience. It is up to you because you. There's no. You cannot do anything in the arts, writing, writing a book, whether it's fiction or nonfiction, without being a salesperson. You, if anything in professional, you have to become a salesperson and no one's going to do it better than you. Maybe someone's going to be better at it because maybe they can sell you better than you can, but you still have to promote yourself. If you're going to get a job and interview for a job, you are your salesperson, not somebody else. You know, you have to be and, able to yeah, and once know again, that. What is the, what is the benefit of what you have that the person that you're connecting with wants? Why would they? Yeah. Why would they want that? So don't try to sell squirrels to horse lovers, perhaps. Or, you know, <laughs> yeah, a horse person that's building a barn doesn't want to do a squirrel house, or maybe they do. Probably don't want to do a squirrel house, but, or people. Yeah, or uh, and <laughs> maybe not gardeners either, because those are those are yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> trying to get rid of the squirrels. Well, the maybe. other thing too, when you talk about books and writing, I also believe you shouldn't wait to start promoting. So as soon as you like, if you're a writer you should be doing this consistently. Even if you're starting, you can say, be honest with your prospective audience. I'm new. Come on my journey with me. People, I, love people that. care. They, love, they yeah. love honesty. And so there's that. But then even if you're writing a book, say you're writing a mystery novel, you can start putting up quotes. You can start putting up things like, oh my gosh, I just learned like this many 
this happened over here. Jack the Ripper did this over here. Oh my gosh, you know, these interesting things I learned researching for the book. And people are going to go, man, she's twisted. Some of my favorite interviews are with mystery writers because we talk about really weird stuff because their research is about how to kill people and they've got to have the best Google history on the planet are mystery and murder crime writers. I mean, really twisted. Which brings you know? me to another point. If you have a book or you have an article, research who else has done the same thing or close to the same thing? Mm -hmm. Where did they go? And if they're successful, where did they, what's their journey look like? You know, what's that path that they took to get to where they are? Um, you know, some of it uh, is uh, great writing. Not everybody can write really well, especially especially with the age of internet. Uh, I belong to a group that uh, publishes their members' um, articles and books and things. And uh, when they submit their stories, they don't look at the typos and that they're so engulfed in, in what they're writing, they forget to be grammatically correct. Now, mm -hmm. a typo or two is just fine, but if you're like missing half a sentence or whatever, you know, don't don't be doing that. You know, take some time to uh, go on. Is it grammarly, grammarly, Gram grammarly? Gram I don't know. Something. See, look yeah. how good that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Grammarly, that, that, uh, Yeah, I can't say it, but I use it. It's great, and uh, it will help you. Um, it will help you figure out what you need to do better in your writing is all I'm saying. But anyway, back to knowing um, who your audience is and you can research that and you can and you can you can go and look and see who is following who or or uh, who is doing what shows and how did they do that? You know, how did they get on Lisa's show? You know, I, I want that, that gosh, that outreach is amazing. I mean, it's like major. I, you know, I need to, I need to get my book or my article on that and I need to do it in a way that is a benefit for both Lisa and or Big Blend and myself. I continue to think about benefits for who you're working with. Your does it does it also um, reach your goals? It doesn't make any sense to um, do any of this unless you understand why you're doing it. Is it for self fulfillment? A lot of people write do that. Um, is it for um, travel involved you're going to get to go to bookstores you're going to get to go to uh, a hotel or whatever it is you're going to do but what's the benefit here all around what's the benefit of people that you're talking to or going to see or whatever I mean that's a big one if you don't have that in your head at first you're going to be wasting a whole lot of time uh, you might after you get a little more seasoned you might go oh I get it I should have uh, I need to you know really push that benefit sorry I can try again and I would mm -hmm. imagine you you might remember somebody who wrote a really poor uh, introduction or poor, what we call a query letter to mm -hmm. you and, uh, and, you know, you just rejected it. But maybe two years or a year down the road, you, you sort of remember the name and you go, wow, look at that. But they yeah. polished up, you know, they manned up, they did what they were supposed to do. I, you know, now I understand. And, uh, you know, and you might say, yeah, come on. You know, it looks like, looks like there's a good... Uh, benefit for both of us on this so you know if you try once and you get you know somebody doesn't really care to to uh, engage with you try again try in a different way you That's know and that way. I would say try in a different way try a different approach and instead of just spamming the same thing and it really is connectivity 
that's to me it's about engagement and it is about building a relationship and relationships in different levels right there's people on twitter that i've known since for over over 16 years you know 15 years whatever since we've been there and it's like you, we connect we maybe say hey here's a coffee clink in the morning but there's this positive thing and they help share stories sometimes sometimes they retreat a thing and it's a positive experience, right? And so to me, it is always that. And what you say about research, what the benefits are, I think is so huge just for all levels, for social media, but also to get a publisher, perhaps. You know, there's so many independent publishers now. You know, we went through the whole thing. Oh, I want HarperCollins to publish me. Well, it, it is possible. I, I really want people, it is possible. You could get the right agent, but you actually have to query the agents. The agents are picky about who they represent, you know, or, you know, regarding their load of clients and time and everything. So, you know, really knowing what you're going to embark on, um, it's, you know, and it can change as it goes, if you have a relationship. One, one um, thing that, you know, you know, we work with the National Parks Arts Foundation, it is incredible program, where artists, writers, musicians, poets, you know, can apply to stay in an artist residency for a month in a national park. There's, you know, Hawaii Volcanoes National Park. You have your own six bedroom house. You can bring your family if you want, overlooking the ocean with awesome Hawaiian coffee down the street, real Hawaiian coffee, a recording studio. Like who doesn't want to go there? But you have to apply and it goes through a jury. You apply and you say, this is my vision. I looked up the, this is what I think, ooh, the lava tubes and the fact that there is lava flowing right now is fascinating. And this is how I envision this. We interview them every first Friday, an artist from this program that has made it through. And some have done it multiple times, but they had to apply so many times, a lot of times getting no, even though they could be one of the top artists or writers or musicians on the planet. But if it just didn't work at that point, with that jury, they go back in. Another thing, because they developed a relationship, if they did get accepted, majority of the artists, they think they're going to go in and do this, this, this. 95% of them go in there and their whole perspective changes once they're in. And that's okay because they've developed a relationship. And if it's about the integrity and craft, they are allowed to change and do whatever they want. It's art after all. So that is the same with when you do pitches, you are allowed to make a change as you get your foot in the water, because that's life. So I think that's an interesting thing. If even on social media and your posts start to change, if you keep a dialogue and communicate why it's okay, and it could actually bring and open up a whole new audience. It's cool. So let's say you have a website, you've built a website, and it start, should start simple at first. Don't get it too complex because um, yeah, you'll never you'll never work on it if it's too complex at first. As you get more seasoned, you want more features and you'll work those features. But let's try to be uh, not quite so uh, big and beautiful at first. Just give yourself because posting um, social media takes me a minimum of two hours every day. Two hours. A lot of work. I've got to. I've got to figure out what I'm going to talk about. I have to. I have to uh, put. Um, I have to put it in. Um, and uh, like, I have to craft it before I place it. So I don't. I don't necessarily do my uh, like my Facebook 
if it's if it's a business thing. I I crapped it on a piece of paper or a note or whatever, and then I put it, I cut and paste it into Facebook. So I'm not, so I, I have a better feel for what I'm um, I'm writing. So I think that's important. Uh, don't do it directly unless you get really, really good at it, and then you can. Uh, make sure that you're talking to your audience. Mm -hmm. Remember that's, yeah, remember, you know, don't be talking about squirrels to gardeners or something or, or uh, um, uh, car salespeople. Maybe they, they don't give you gardeners care, but a car salesman might not. Figure out the words and the text and the photos or photos photo big. that go, that will entice somebody back to your website and do not blah, 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 blah at people. Four sentences at the most, try to get it down to two. Try to say something that engages them so that they want to click on your link back to your website mm -hmm. because that's where you, you have a whole lot to show them, a whole lot to tell them. Make sure that you use a photo picture either that you've taken or that you have gotten off of something like um, a photo stock place, something like Dreams Time, all one word, dreamstime.com. They have free photos. They're they're the quality is very good. You can also pay for them. I've done that myself. If I've uh, been to a destination and I just didn't get the photo I needed, it just didn't come out. I'll go to Dreams Time and see what they have, and and I'll I'll give credit to them. So you know, it's just fine. Um, but make sure that whatever you put up. So if I'm talking about a farm stay, I should not put a picture up about something that doesn't have to do with that farm stay. You know, if I went and had food, it would could have food. If I went and visited a farm, then it should have something about the farm. Um, but not more than four sentences, preferably to get them say something, especially in the, your ending sentence, that will get them to go to your website. Sometimes I don't even finish my sentence. Sometimes I start talking about something, and then right in the middle of the sentence, I'll say. Uh, click here for more information. So yeah. if, I, if my sentence was engaging and they want to find out what the end of that sentence was and more, then they will go to my website. They will they will go to my article. And uh, and that's how lately I've been figuring this works out uh, a little bit, a lot better than blah, blah, and at everybody for, you know, 20 sentences. You don't want that. Just want them to get them to your website. You want them to buy your book or to... To read your article, you want your numbers to get up. So um, think about that. I think in the article, I show you what I do, and maybe maybe that will be helpful to you as well. I think even using a question is a, is a good way on social media. It's like, have you wanted wondered how to take care of squirrels? Here's how, What have you thought of building them a home right next to your car so they can chew the wires? <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, oh yeah. I love squirrels. Yeah. But um, I think you're really right about the visuals. You know, I know that from like doing the quotes, if I put a, a visual, that's really good. Now, the other day I learned, use your own photo. And I used a stock photo that I did not need to give credit to. And everybody's like, oh, did you take that photo? I'm like, no. And I have one just as good quality. And did I do it? No, it was just a typical, you know, duh. You know, so it's, yeah, I should have done that. And I was like, oh, I'm so stupid. And I did say like, duh, I should have. <laughs> and it's, you know, then 
watch more people saying the same thing. And I'm like, duh, all right, you know, <laughs> but it's okay. And it's, and it's okay to have a conversation. I think that's the thing is have a conversation on social media, let that happen because that does help the algorithms. But again, it goes back to those relationships. And after all, isn't that what social media is about? It don't just be a post. That's what I was talking about that spring. Don't just keep at, don't, it's like talking at someone instead of with them, you know? That's very good. I think that's very good because they'll be more inclined to want to know more about you. Mm -hmm. If you are uh, talking about a, something that's engaging them, obviously, and uh, and they can see that they can learn more about what you're saying, or they just like, like um, if they like inspirational quotes, which a lot of people do, and they see that you're consistent with yours, and they may just follow that link because to find out how many other ones you've done or what your other ones say. Maybe they're going through uh, a rough patch, a breakup, whatever, uh, that day at the office. Inspirational quotes can just really turn your day around. Yeah. So maybe you need more than what you showed, what you wrote that day, but I know I can go now to your site and I can find probably, you know, 20 more, 100 more that I can, I can sift through. Yeah, I think the quote thing works. Um, you do connect with people and... There, you, I see the same audience majority of the time go in and like those quotes every morning. So there's times on the road, I'm like, where's my reception? Where's my <laughs> internet? Oh my God, these, you know, these people over here are going to go like, what happened? And I feel weird. Like I, I, I feel like a, a responsibility to do it, but it also helps me. Cause I mean, who doesn't want a little humor or something good for the day, you know, who doesn't want that? So you know, even if my timing is off, I will get there. I always, it's just a, um, you know, and, and if you can learn something, who wrote that? You know, if someone had died that day or was born that day, I'll try and connect that because, you know, if people can go, ooh, who, who is this person? Who, who said this or did that? I'm going to go learn about them. I think that's a cool thing too. I, I want people to learn. That's my goal, period. <laughs> you, know? you want what you've done to, to expand bigger than what they see oh. right there yeah and if you're going to if you're going to do a conversational sort of email it is best that you answer them or if they not email I'm sorry social media it's best if you answer them so if you're one of those websites that say comment here comment back you know no, yes give me a like give me something that says you've read what I wrote back to you or I yes. so I post something somebody finds that interesting they go to my website they see where they can make a comment and so my my job then is to go back and do a like or a or a second comment or do the thank comment. you yeah, yeah thanks for commenting thanks well, for commenting I love well, that yeah you know, this, that's a good question thank you, you know, for asking them. the social media thing is also big in regards to when you get into reviews and all of that happens. And if someone reviews you and you don't say anything, then that's rude. Like, but look at like how many hotels have you stayed in and you've written maybe a really positive or a negative review and authors live on reviews, right? Authors want as many Amazon reviews and Goodreads reviews and all of that. And if someone takes the time to A, finish your entire book, right? That's a thing. And then take their time out of their day to go and post a review and you ignore it, good or bad, will boo-boo on you. 
<laughs> I didn't say poo poo. Right. I, I said right. poo. This, you know. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it's. I think you're right. This. It's all about being. Um, getting a conversation going and uh, answering in a way that makes sense to the conversation and not starting up something else. I've seen that and it just that doesn't work. So, you know, um, it's just make sure that you're uh, that you're being appropriate with whoever it is that you're responding to, you know, mm-hmm. so I think and make gosh darn it, make it easy for somebody if you're in the book business to buy your book. Mm-hmm. Yes. So looking, yes. So you you know you don't get a lot of links and so forth, working links in a in social media. You usually get one that actually, you know, or a picture. And that's it. Just what. But when they link back to your website, first and foremost, if you're a book person, show them how to you know click here to buy this book. Not so hard, right? Click here to buy this book. Um. Just make sure you make it really easy. And if you if you just say you can find these at any bookseller, well, you know, if I live in uh, L.A., I can go to, you know, I have lots of places to go. But if I live in, I don't know, uh, Maricopa, Arizona, there's no booksellers here. Right. I, you know, you're asking me to do a lot of work. And remember the book title and your name, which could be difficult. Right. So right. like I. You're right. Bookshop.org is really good uh, for books. Um, I, I I love bookshop.org because they invest 50% into local bookstores and you can buy online and they manage to do that. So they're like the anti-Amazon. So I, you know, I like anything that, you know, gives a little, hey, we need some competitors in this world, right? And yeah, it's like Bandcamp for musicians. Musicians get money. Uh, if you download their music off of Amazon or listen on Spotify, you're robbing the musician out of money, but you're helping them in numbers, but like they need money. Um, you know, people should be paid. Musicians don't get a part of what Spotify gets. Oh, it is 0.0003 each, every thousand downloads, it is 0.000346 cents. So it's not even a penny. There you go. Hmm. So Bandcamp, and there's certain days, Bandcamp Fridays, you can go in, download an album online, right? And all that money on those Bandcamp Fridays goes to the musician. That should be on every musician's website. It really should. Yes, it is. And this is the same thing. It's like work together on that and and educate your audience. And yes, you need to be in all those platforms, Amazon, even if they, you know, we don't like them or we do, but Amazon, it's like Google they're not, I mean, it's, I don't even see, I, I bet you Twitter's still going <laughs> by the time this airs. They're not really going away. And we want that instant thing. We want those boxes. I mean, we pets it across the country. Amazon's lives in the neighborhood. <laughs> They're here to stay. So you still want to be in there, but maybe if you make more money here or look at the online side of it. I mean, I just know with the digital magazines, oh my God, we could never print the amount of what we have readership digitally you, it, and think of the environment the kindles all authors make far more money on kindles than they do paperbacks and books though we all still love a good book right so you try and do all of it try and do the the audiobook because that that is a huge market audiobooks are massive back to researching what's yes. best for you and your book or article 
So maybe you're going to research, how do you make the most money off your book? Get yes. right to it, you know, or what's the best place to promote your book or article or whatever. There oh, are, now we're into albums too now. <laughs> oh, albums, <laughs> yeah, and now we're talking about albums. You have to really, that's why I say it's two hours minimum for me every morning. I used to do it seven days a week. I'm down to six. So uh, woohoo for me. Um, but, you know, it just takes time. And every day I learn something new. I, uh, oh, you know, how did I not know that one? Or, you know, how, oh, that makes everything much easier. And everything changes, as you know. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, I mean, it, the social media, it's like even just where we're traveling, if I don't keep up with that. And then if I've left days go by, it's like how can't two weeks later start putting things up you know it's like it's it's done you can't go backwards and if you've missed it you've missed it just get back on the train and I've done it where for a week I haven't just you know because the magazine posts are more important than here we were here but if I don't do the personal it's like you've lost you have to have that element of who you are out there in social media it can't just be we're not it just no and that's the other thing with the website if you want to be adding one of the easier things that i've seen for people um i have a friend who just redid her website kept it really simple but to really get information out and she's in travel too um and and has an agency and all that is she now she's uh, dedicated rededicated herself to doing a blog so her blog is now something it's consistent you know all of that kind of thing so you can always have a blog on your site and always link within your blog to the article or to, you know what I mean? So it's something, it doesn't have to be a huge article. A blog could be, you know, I was having coffee and I realized this and this, and that ties in with this upcoming article I'm doing. Here's a photo. Here's a quote. You know, what do you think? Period. It's something to keep things moving. Well, I think blogging makes an awful lot of sense. Um, it's going to add another 20 minutes to an half hour, depending on how quick your thought is. Have you been thinking about what you want to blog about? Remember, people love personal stuff. Today, I, you know, I was thinking, today I was thinking about blah, blah, because I don't know, I was grooming my dog. And that just brought back memories of, of what I used to do with my, my mother or my sister or my brother. May not have anything to do with your book, but it shows a personal side of you that, which is what your inspirational stuff does as well. Just remember, you're always selling your book in some way, and sometimes selling yourself and your personal thoughts is a way to get people on board on your side. Because mm -hmm. goes back to relationships, right? Because people buy from people more than a product, and if you've moved someone, so when you go back to social media posts, whether you're doing an, a, a live Instagram chat or a Facebook reel or TikToking or we, oh, we've got to not miss TikToking, right? TikTok, you can do so much on TikTok. Um, it's, it's pretty amazing. And so you can be connecting in like a podcast. One of the reasons I remember it was pre-podcast and it was at the very beginning, actually. And I worked with a lady who helped people plan their weddings and did the wedding stuff, which I was like, you really need wine. <laughs> you have to deal with the bridezillas, the momzillas, all. Oh, So anyway, um, I started recording little wedding tips with her. And I think we were sprinkling them on the different shows. And we took the MP3. We didn't have all the fancy players back then, but and we put it on her website. She had ladies book from her 
confidently would make the appointment to come and meet her to to work with her and said hearing your voice made us feel calm and like i've connected with you and felt comfortable to come in and and spend time to do the wedding with you they were pretty much already sold because she gave them something useful a tip she didn't give them the whole book right she gave them a tip she helped they heard her voice and just it it resonated with them so she already did all this extra work so when you talk about the value of how much you know d- value dollars and cents with a podcast or a social media thing you never really know where it can hit and when and sometimes it's not just a book sale what if it's someone whose friend works in the harper collins thing and hears it and goes hey maybe you know hey honey I really found a new one for you. You never know. Or it could be someone who's looking to make a film. Right now, authors, it is open season for all these streaming sites to create movies and and binge series, binge-worthy series, uh, Netflix, Hulu, all of them are buying like crazy because apparently we like to pig out on, on, on streaming, you know, content. So, you know, open sesame, check it out. So, you never know who's going to connect with you for what. So don't always just go for the book sale or the extra click. You never know. So it does go back to goals and relationships. Website. What does your website have to offer? Is it easy? Yes. It's got to be easy. The, the more you know, the more um, the more seasoned you become, the more complex your website can become because you begin to understand what it is your audience wants from you. So maybe you need a blog page, maybe you need a picture page, maybe you need something else. Um, I'm amazed at how many more followers I get on Instagram every time I post a picture. Mm. So, uh, you know, it's food, wine, or travel related, and it may be a picture, just one picture, and I say where it came from, and I am just amazed that people uh, love it and want to see more. Who knew? I mean, uh, it's just great. It's, uh, you know, you know, just, you know, but is that part of my goals? Yes. And uh, it, is that a benefit to me? Yes. Is it a benefit to the person uh, looking at myself? Well, if you're a foodie or a travel person or whatever, it's it's grand. You get to see something that you hadn't thought about or you might want to try or whatever. So um, it's great for the destination. Great for the destination, absolutely. Uh, maybe they hadn't thought of going to Oklahoma as a destination. Um, sometimes I go on on press trips, um, and I think to myself, "Oh my gosh, you know, this isn't New York or or something, and it's a smallish city." It's not diva ish. Not diva ish enough, <laughs> but you know what? That's not really true. Small cities are great, great mm-hmm. way. Actually, you get to see more because it's it's not as large generally and there's not as many activities so you can just concentrate on um, spending time on each uh, you know I like to see botanical gardens I like to see uh, wine shops wine tasting food foodie stuff and I'm, every small city has that so um, you know I like putting those up people that, that may not think about going uh, if they're in Washington especially or visiting Washington going across that northern border into Canada easy wonderful things to see and do and easy and they speak English and it's quite wonderful. 
I just in closing here too, I wanted to touch on what you say about going to the small towns. They don't get as much press. And when you start putting up things for them, these little gems of places, it means the world to them and makes their community feel proud, you know? And the other thing, going to these small towns, so as a writer, look at them because you do develop strong relationships. And Facebook is really good for that, by the way, on small towns. That's a that's a good small town following. A lot are on Facebook and share. It's like someone wrote something about our town, you know, they're going to share it because it's not always a frequent thing, maybe. The other thing is when you live in a small town, a lot of times the musician tour bus bypasses you. The book tour of someone going bypasses you. And so you've got to even look how certain politicians really created a following by going and not ignoring the small towns. So you may want to put the small towns on your tour map because they're going to be, oh my gosh, someone's coming to town. Oh, it's great. They went, you know, the 20 miles off the interstate, instead of going to this big city, they, they decided, hey, let's go see what we can do there. It may not make as much money, but you may actually double or triple. That's a real good possibility, but you're going to have a real intimate experience and you're going to develop relationships and that stuff's going to get shared. So don't, don't always go for the big, I'm serious. I mean, look how we travel. You make these relationships and there's always something unique to see. So put that on your radar and you'll have something new on social media that you're not competing with. If you keep going New York City, well, a gazillion people are putting New York City up. But if you're doing um, upstate New York, maybe Seneca Falls, by the way, everyone should go there. It's beautiful. Um, you're going to get some traction. And so there it is. Hashtags too. So Diva Linda, there's a lot. We could talk about this for days, but uh, goal setting, websites, Podcast, relationships. The whole thing. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, awesome. uh, it's everyone, a fascinating subject. Yeah. And and to, honestly, to ramp up isn't that doesn't take that long, but you have to be consistent. Yes. And have fun with it. You're going to spend time doing it. Again, it should be something that you've researched that you have a passion for. So enjoy doing it, you know, and I think people I know a lot of people have teams that do it for them. And that's fine. But don't completely take your toes out of the water. Because it again, it's a relationship. So it's good to go even the most famous musicians go in and do their own posts, you know. And they should. And we want to hear from famous people. We want to hear from the authors that we're reading. It's very exciting. So I have a series that I really like, but then when the author gets on, she's uh, talking about it. It's kind of weird. It kind of, uh, there's a kind of a disconnect, but it's, but I still want to hear from her. I still want to see what, what she thinks and what she does as she does this series. And, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a fan forever. It's just, uh, it's just one of those things, but yeah. Yeah, it is. It's awesome. Well, everyone keep up with Diva Linda. Uh, her website is all in good taste.info. And of course, read her articles on blend radio and tv.com, including this one about social media and promoting your book and writing. And she is here every first Saturday, next first Saturday. Um, we're going to be talking about cruises diva linda this is going to be an exciting show that i can't wait for everyone so bigblendradio.com is where to find us and when you go to that page you'll see a whole list of links of where we are so it's easy for you to just click on do you want to watch youtube do you want to do it on spotify and i don't know how much money we make from spotify let's not go there 
All right, everyone, thank you so much for joining us here on Big Blend Radio. Thank you, Diva Linda. You're welcome. My pleasure.